Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Please visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code COGDIS30 to save $30 off your first week of deliveries when you subscribe. Morning, Tom and Cecil. This is Matt from Idaho. Just wanted to let you know that every time I hear you guys intro a story and say Idaho or Boise, the first thing that comes to mind is, ah, fuck, what happened now? But anyways, keep up the good work. Glory hole. Cecil, thanks for all the hard work. Tom, thanks for showing up. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Rebecca from Louisville, Kentucky. And I just wanted to respond to an email you read on your last show about the mom whose parents were trying to teach her kids about God. And she wanted a show to counteract that. I would suggest Scooby-Doo. Not only does it encourage kids to be courageous and inquisitive, it is also a great lesson on skepticism. There will always be claims of witch doctors, black knights, or even the ghost of Captain Cutler. But if you gather enough evidence, you can always find the truth. And it is always a guy in a mask trying to trick people. Never a supernatural answer needed. Love the show. L'Oreal. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Greg here from Adelaide, South Australia. Hey, look, I'd love to see you guys at ReasonCon, but I don't want to come to your garbage country. Fuck that. But... I'm excited that you're coming to Australia in November. But don't just stay in Sydney and Melbourne, because they're garbage cities. You want to come down to Adelaide, guys. And Cecil, I hate to uh, break it to you, but you're going to be Cecil down here, mate. Glory hole, motherfuckers. What's up, bros? You hear that shit about David Smalley's and Jake Farwarton's gluteses? Yo, shout out to David, bro. When I eat some gluteses, my abs are whack, bro. So I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, I told you got that Simulac disease, bro. So glory hole, motherfucker. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. 
It's political and there are no pillow hands. This is episode 351 of Cognitive Dissonance. I think uh, one of the things we, we were on Ishmael's show last we week. We were. It was a great time. Listen to his, wow. the actual production. One thing that I think is very useful about that is that it's going to be real easy to get a restraining order when we go down there. I know, you know? right? <laughs> it's well, be. first of all, it's easy to get restraining orders anyway because he's black. And yeah. we'll just say he's Absolutely. scary. And you're, I'll just be like, look, he's scary. Yeah. He's an angry black man. He's got a whole show about how yeah. he's an angry black man. And you're in the South. So. Right? Oh, I think, isn't there like a de facto restraining order already for all white people versus black people in the South? Like if I just say so, you can't come within a hundred yards of me. (laughs) If I put up a certain kind of fence, right? you know, uh, it's white picket. Oh, nice. Right. (laughs) They call that the Tom Sawyer. They don't let you use that anymore. (laughs) Oh, feeling good today. Yeah, dude. Uh, So this is the uh, health nuts yeah. episode, man. I got, fucking, I got the fucking plague early in this week and almost called off tonight because I was so sick. I had this funny moment this week. I was walking to work and you're in it, you know, you're in Chicago, so it's cold ish. It's like 30 ish degree yeah. out. And I had to go in because uh, I scheduled something uh, that day and this person needed my key to get into a certain part, part of the part of the area that they couldn't get in without me sure. there. And I, I was going to call him, but I was like, I already kind of called off on this guy one time. And if you do it a couple of times, you feel like a fucking jerk. So I'm like, ah, I'll just go in. You do. So I grab my stuff and I start walking to work. And uh, my body has like no way to regulate temperature now. Like, it's just like, it's like, cause you're sick. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as I walk yeah. outside, I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm cold. I'm sweating. I'm cold. I'm sweating. I'm cold. And my body's like full steam ahead. Just make it sweat. Okay. Stop it from sweating. Okay. Full steam ahead. It's the worst. So I'm walking to work. All the gerbils that yeah. live inside your body are like working at cross purposes, exactly. like shoveling coal into the fucking furnace. <laughs> the other one's like blasting the air conditioner. And then they're like, nobody's pulling, in charge. They're like pulling coal out as fast right. as they can. And then they're shoveling back. So I'm walking down the street and you know, like it's, it's winter in Chicago. It's still, well, it's now it's spring, but it's close to winter and still cold. And so, you know, like no matter what you're sniffly, right? It's cold out. You're yeah, sniffly, right. you're like, but I'm sick. So I'm like, you know, I'm, Extra I'm, super I'm, sniffly. I'm just sniffly, right? I, I can tell. And there's like, you know, that liquid, you just feel like liquid coming. You're like, God damn it. Like I didn't bring a Kleenex. And you got like your beard stalactites growing. You know? sucks. So I'm walking down the street. Like, I feel like a little drip, but out of nowhere, <laughs> this is gonna out be of nowhere, trigger warning if you're squeamish, out of nowhere, this ribbon of snot just <laughs> pours out of my nose. And it's windy in Chicago, so the snot, like, lifts up. It's, it's like, like a, brrr, it's like a to, snot sock. It's, 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 it's like a wind sock it's, of It's like boogers. a fucking ectoplasm in those pictures. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because like normally, like if you have a juke in your nose, you're like fighting with it for a right, while, yeah. right? It's like, oh, I know it's there. Okay, get up. Okay, get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're fighting with this juke for a little while. This is just like, I just out of nowhere, it's like, like my brain was trying to leave my body. It's like you're blowing bubbles. <laughs> it's insane. Oh yeah. So, so you're feeling good. Feeling great. I am glad, by the way, I'm, that we are trapped in a small enclosed yeah. low ventilation space. <laughs> Uh, this is Cecil's sick episode, episode 351. I will be yeah. sick on episode 352. Through 360. I know, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> when you get sick, I don't you're fuck sick around. for like a month. Yeah, I don't fucking yeah. get sick like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> when the machine uh, breaks, uh, the whole uh, fucking thing, all the wheels I come off this fucking thing. You used to get like... 
like six months of coughing. Yeah. It would just be six months of yeah. coughing. It would just be, I'm going to be For sick. no shit. No I'm going to be sick from November. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be sick from the beginning of November until April. Yeah, every year. Yeah. For uh, 30 years or so. You know, I mean, the first, yeah, it was about 30 Once years. Once you bang out those first 30, though. Well, I'm not going to have a second 30. <laughs> now, as far as God's concerned, he knows the end from the beginning. All right. So this first story comes from the Joe My God blog. Uh, Pat Robertson, yesterday, mark my words, the Lord will give Trump the votes to pass Trump care. And then immediately this did not happen. Well, I, I mean, did it not happen? It did not happen. Huh. Well, that's because doesn't he have like a divine? Well, he talked to God, but um, he's really hard of hearing oh. and senile, which is surprising, you know, because of the size of those ears. You would think he would be able to collect right. more right. information. You think he'd be able to. He is the whole NSA like yeah. uh, tracking program at this point. <laughs> like he basically has fucking radars on the side of his head. He can hear bats talk to him. <laughs> that's all right. All again. You know what he looks like? He Golem? looks like Bat Boy, just grown oh, he up. He does. He does look like a grown up Bat Boy. Yeah. He's From just... Weekly World News? Yeah. 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 Because yeah, like, the cheeks. If he were to open his mouth and file his teeth down a little bit, yeah. and let's hope he doesn't do that ever, by the way, but he's a he's just an old version of Bat Boy. Yeah. He's Our, Bat Grandpa. So let's play, uh, let's play his clip. It's very short. This is just him predicting something that doesn't come true. I have a prediction to make. You can hold me to it. If I'm wrong, you can say you missed it. The health care bill is going to pass, is getting modified. The uh, Freedom Caucus is going to get the modifications they're asking for. The modifications the Freedom Caucus was asking for? Get rid of essential health benefits. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to pass a health care yeah. program called Nobody Gets Any Health Care. It's so funny. Like The reason why it didn't go through is because it wasn't restrictive enough I know, for some right. people. Let's, let's, be, let's yeah. be really true about yeah. that, right? It's like... It might have accidentally still done somebody some good. We're going to talk to David Brody to see what... It David Brobrum? Yeah. David Brobrum. Yeah. He just sounded like he was motorboating some titties. <laughs> He's like, David... <laughs> Actually, he's there, but my prediction is it's going to pass. They're going to give Trump a victory. It's going to go through the Senate, and we are all going to rejoice that we're paying less on health care. Now, that's my prediction. Especially the rich people. Right? Especially the rich people who... On that healthcare bill, we're going to get huge. Like, there's like a like for people that were paying a lot, like that that had a lot of income, we're getting a ton of well, tax that's, cuts. That's how it should be. So, if you have a lot of money, you should have to pay less of it so that you get to keep more of it. And if you don't have a lot of money, you should pay more of it so that you're more poor longer. Hmm. And then your kids also suffer. And then you're just generationally thrown into a cycle of poverty so that the rich can continue to exploit you. Huh? That's how this works. <laughs> We have 200 years of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate being the control group. <laughs> and uh, wait till tomorrow. You can prove me wrong if I'm wrong. You heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I knew that the Lord was going to give Trump victory. And I was arguing. People were arguing with me. No, no, no. He can't win. Yes, he's going to be the next president. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to win. Well, we had that fascinating guest on that talked about, oh, yeah, you, you know, the well, Cyrus in biblically and how I had it God before the fascinating him. guest, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> you I see he's a little I, pissy. I had it before the uh, fast. I was I was right before the fascinating guest. Let me go ahead and stake my yeah. fucking claim on my fucking prediction. <laughs> here's here's the thing. I was the better predictologist or whatever. <laughs> You've never had a fascinating guest. Number one, number two. 
you're kind of, if you did predict that, you're batting 500 at this point. <laughs> right, yeah. Before the election, they're going to get it. I mean, yeah. they're going to give it to the president. Mark my word, it will pass. They'll get those extra votes. It'll go through and everything. You know, they're going to work together to give a tremendous health care. Nobody, first of all, they're nobody works together. They're going to give a tremendous He sounds like Trump when he says that. Oh, what do, you, what do you got in the box? Oh, that is a tremendous health care. <laughs> oh, is it just one tremendous health care? All right, so this story, fuck this story. This comes from IE Vation, IE Nation, sorry, I drink and can't read. Uh, Tamil Nadu youth killed for being an atheist. Father says he too will become one. Everything about this story is fucked up, right? Because um, there, this, this basically this, this young man um, gets hacked to death for being a vocal atheist, um, which is just awful by a group of people who um, says basically that they're out doing the will of God and that, you know, they are like self appointed uh like vengeance seekers of Allah or some fucking nonsense. And then almost as bizarre, the dad's like, yeah, well, you know, if that's what happened, if that's really what happened, then I'm also going to join his group is what he says. Like, yeah. I'm going to join his group. And it's like, he's not part of a group. He just doesn't believe this shit. Stop part of a group. Everybody's getting everything wrong. Everybody in this transaction misunderstands the assignment start to finish. What is interesting is I was reading through the story and it said that like the, the woman, the, the wife of this guy, they knew the people who did it. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, they knew, yeah, right. they knew who these yeah. people were. They were, she's in shock because these people, they knew who they were. Right. And they the reason, lured this kid out. Yeah, and the reason why they did it is because the, he took a picture of one of his kids holding a sign that just said in their language, no God, no God, no God. That and that's, it. that's the reason yeah. to murder. Somebody, that's a reason to murder somebody to end somebody's life. So police claim that the accused are part of a self-radicalized group. And I thought like, how do you radicalize yourself? I mean, I've done some shit to myself. A lot of lube. You need yeah. a lot of lube. Right? Yeah. I don't know how many tissues you got to use to clean that shit up. Mm. Actually, if you self-radicalize, you clean it up with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to remove all my ribs. Uh, they're part of a self-radicalized group and had taken a vow to eliminate those who challenge their religion and faith. Um, what the fuck? But then, like, people who, who who know these people are like, yeah, that's not the case at all. Like, they weren't terribly religious. They're just, what, they're just fucking evil? They're just bad. They're just bad. Like, but why would the bad? Here's the part. Here's the problem I have with that. Why would the bad choose that direction to focus, right? Like, like why? Like, just why? Why when they if you're bad and you just want to go kill somebody, why don't you go fucking rob a liquor store and kill somebody? At least you get a fucking money and a liquor out of it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand this. Like, it doesn't. It does not make very much sense. And I think at some point we have to start believing what people tell us. And I think if people tell us, I took a vow to do this shit, and then they go do this shit. You you don't get to second guess why. If somebody says, here is the thing I'm doing and the reason I'm fucking doing it, at some point you have to say like, fucking then I just believe you now. Yeah. Like, what, what am I, do I live inside your fucking brain like deeply enough that I can be like, well, actually when I looked inside your medulla oblongata, that's not really <laughs> what you meant at all. That's not what you meant at all. You're like, really? Yeah. Really? I, I think, you know, a, a lot of this is people trying to, uh, you know, we, we talked about this before many times where people are trying to like, they, they see this happen and they think, 
you know, there has to be other factors involved. Yeah, right. And maybe there are, but this is the one that they told us about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe there are other factors. Maybe they didn't like this guy. Maybe this guy did cheated him out of something a long time ago. You know, how do I know? You know what I mean? Like this guy has a whole history. How do I know how this guy, if this guy did anything bad to these people? And I don't know. But what I do know is that they, that they've, that they killed him and that they're blaming it on this. Yeah. But like, we only do this second guessing shit with religion. Yeah. You know, like if somebody's like, I murdered that motherfucker cause he fucked my wife. We're like, well, then there you go. You know, we're not like, well, did he also steal from you? You know, if somebody says like, I, I murdered that guy because he cut me off in traffic and I blew my fucking top. If somebody says I murdered that fucking guy for literally for fucking any other reason, political reasons, even, even when there are political reasons, we believe they're political reasons. We never say, well, like, did you also check to see if they had a religious? To-? We only, we only make this excuse when it's a religion because we seem to have this like discomfort around this. We have this discomfort around taking people on their fucking word when it comes to a religious motivation. I don't have that discomfort. I feel like at some point we just need to believe what people tell us when they tell us this is why I committed this act. Right. I did a bad thing. Well, why'd you do it? Well, fucking this was the reason. It's not like we hear it once. You know, I think it would be reasonable to, um, to second guess them if it was some weird anomalous thing, like if nobody was ever killing anybody and then saying it was for religious principles and then one guy did and you're like, really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's fucking super weird. But it, when it happens and happens and it happens and happens and happens, yeah. happens and then an entire group of people springs up in the mid and in, in the in, Mideast. And I, in this method, right? Like right. this is a method in which these people right. kill people, there's right? A, there's like a whole technique to this. Exactly. Like there's a whole way in which they are killing these people in right. this particular way. Dude, they mace and plus their weapons exactly. ahead of time. Like they put them in prep dishes <laughs> exactly. and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> Imam Mumu here. <laughs> oh, let's talk about this guy. This is fucking amazing. This is from cbc.ca. Can I just say that picture? That's a lot of cloth. That's Dude, a lot of cloth. That guy he is looks keeping like, Joanne Fabric in business. What he looks like is like in one of those movies where five or six people get under a robe right? and get past yeah. the, the person a, who's paying attention. There's like, it, it actually looks like if there was like seven like different kinds of animals all <laughs> pretending to be a person so they can sneak past airport security exactly. and there's like a giraffe and a hippo they're going to yeah. get on an airplane and have a wacky adventure. Yeah. That's this guy. Actually, that's just the hippo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the hippo. Yeah. Just his hips are the hippo. <laughs> All I'm saying is this guy is fucking fat. He is a, so fat. Is big dude. And that fucking, that is not helping. It's not. That moo-moo doesn't help. That doesn't hide it. That's, That's just exact. <laughs> that just, that just fucking exacerbates the problem here. It shows off his boobs. I tell you, man. Like his it, his like, moobs are fucking in when charge. When you are wearing too. a sheet and you still can't hide your fucking chesticles, you're rocking some big old titties at this point. Oh. Like. He's got some floppers. He's got some motorboat. Yeah. Although you can't motorboat a, a hairy titties, right? Oh, because they're they're like it's like it's like motorboating a Brillo pan. It just doesn't work. Like, <laughs> it's all chafing and fucking like, yeah. like a beard rash or some shit on your face. You just scrub the fuck out of a pot when you hit them. You know what I mean? Like you get... this is a guy who has to lift to clean, right? Oh. Like this is it's just he's got like from under cheese under there. And just 
just pulls out like a goo. It's like Vegemite. Right? Just, it's just got a bunch of Vegemite underneath uh, his boobs. This is a guy who can't wash himself with just a bar of soap. He needs, <laughs> he needs to hire a circus guy with a brush. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh. this fat imam. Yeah, this and he's so fucking fat. He's, bad, he's big. Imam calling for Jews to be killed in sermon at Montreal Mosque draws police complaint. Larger Muslim community wants apology from mosque and wonders why controversial imam was invited to preach. Um, but so I, what I want to read out of this is I want to read the, um, the part that he actually read. So um, what did he actually say? In the video, the imam recites in Arabic the verse. Now let's be super, let's make sure that we don't we don't want to misquote this no, guy, yeah. right? So here's what he says. Oh, Muslim. Oh, servant of Allah. Oh, Muslim. Oh, servant of Allah. There is a Jew behind me. Come and kill him. That sounds like the worst game of Marco Polo ever. <laughs> For the Jew, anyway. <laughs> you know what it is, Muslim. Though? Allah. <laughs> Muslim. You know what it is, Allah. though? <laughs> Like it's funny because it, it says the hadith in question deals with the end times and tells how stones and trees oh, I know. will ask Muslims to come and kill Jews hiding behind them. I read that and I have to say I, my my first thought was the fuck? Yeah. Jew, like a, a there's a fucking stone and there's like a Jew hiding back there and the stone's like Psst, hey He's behind me. You're going to be able to find him anyway because they keep on asking if it's the lowest price. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be real easy to find him. Is this as low as you can go on this? Hey, yeah. Huh? Like you would think you would just pay the stone off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, buddy. Uh, what's it take? Mm -mm. Three, four pebbles. He's a Jew. He's not going to pay anybody. <laughs> come on now. I think his life is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the tree is anthropomorphic enough to talk, but not to kill the fucking Jew itself. Exactly. Right. right? Yeah. I didn't think like about just, that. that. Really? Like, you're just like, I only have a mouth. I wish I could fucking. <laughs> thanks for fucking anthropomorphizing just my fucking mouth. And I guess a set of lungs and a fucking larynx. <laughs> and like, it's just like, like, what? Please stop chopping me down. <laughs> <laughs> I was majestic. Oh, God. <laughs> What a dumb fucking story. It is God. A fucking, you know, I know that they called the police and, and there, there's a police complaint because of it. And, yeah. you know, he is inciting violence in some way, but it's also like, it, it feels so ridiculous. It's almost beyond. But here's the thing, man, it should be so ridiculous. Right. But this guy, I mean, like Tubby McGee is being asked to speak. Like yeah. he's a guy, like, he's a fucking guest hate speaker. Yeah. And like, and there's some point it's like, cause I thought the same, I was like, who is go? Who is going to be persuaded by that? Yeah. That is not already persuaded, sure. right? But I think part of the problem is like, how do you get to the point of being already persuaded? And the part of the way that you get you get to the point of being already persuaded to kill Jews or whatever is that you've heard this guy or some version of this fucker a hundred times. You've heard this guy so many times at some point that you're like, man, everyone wants me to kill a fucking Jew. It's normalizing right. anti-Semitism. Right. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. In total Croatia news. <laughs> 
not like that shitty partial yeah, Croatia exactly, news. Right? <laughs> this is from their fucking health minister, Milan Biovowel. He part- okay. Uh, hold on a second. Let's talk. Ab- let's yeah. talk about this okay. in fucking Klingon down yeah. here. Okay. What's with the Z and the C with all the stuff on top? Like you frosted them. <laughs> Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, let's let's have a let's play a game. Let's let's try to pronounce this. I'm sure our Croatian listeners, all zero of them, will give us a call. So, Croatian Health Minister Milan Kujunchik. No, I'm gonna say it's Kujunchik. Kujunchik. Oh, you're going to the Y for yeah, the I'm J sound. Yeah, say Y for the J sound. Kujunchik. Kajanja Regels. <laughs> that doesn't God. sound like it. At all, <laughs> you added a bunch of letters. At some point, you just fucking make sounds at yeah. it. Like, just one of these sounds has to be right. And you're just trying to make every series of noises. <laughs> and it's like, Kurajigarifits. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking. Uh, All right. So creation, I'm going to be serious. Creation health minister, Milan Smith participated in the round table, religion and politics and upbringing, education and health. During his speech, he said that quote, sometimes having one priest in the hospital means more than having 20 physicians because priests smile, comforting word and encouragement mean a lot for both the patient and family. If I go to the hospital for smiles, <laughs> I went to the wrong hospital. I can get a fucking smile anywhere. I can go fucking to Pacific Sunwear yeah. to buy sunglasses <laughs> and they'll fucking smile at me. The barista on occasion will smile at you. Right. No, they don't. No, not when they see me. They, no. <laughs> now they're just like, oh, this one again. <laughs> He's the one who hates us. <laughs> He's going to yell at me about putting sugar in his coffee. I couldn't you just tell your physicians to be more friendly? Yeah. Like, like, I, like well, I know, that's the other thing. It's like, so the priest comes in, he smiles and he says nice things. and He's encouraging. Like my doctor smiles at me and says nice things and is encouraging. They encourage me to eat less. Yeah. They encourage me to get in fucking shape. They encourage <laughs> they, me to be a different person. They encourage you to shower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell a quick, quick physician story. So this is, this is nothing to do with anything, but it amuses me. So I had a physical the other day um, that don't, I don't recommend when it's all bad news. I had a physical the other day and they asked me, you know, like how many drinks? They're like, how is it possible that we can light your blood on fire? How is that possible? You're like a petroleum spill as a human. Like how does this even work? They're like, they're like we would draw blood, but no. Actually, if we no. do, there'll be a gusher. Yeah. Someone will have to go to Beverly. So I'll just be like, yeah. well, we don't. Sometimes you don't need to do the test, right? <laughs> there are so, like that a mom, like I don't need to calculate his BMI to yeah. say he's overweight, right? Like, <laughs> like there's no like, oh, hold on a minute. Let me, let me break out a calculator yeah. and divide something his by BMI somebody else. just says, I give up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that weight is only appropriate if you're 43 feet tall. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but they ask you like, I went to a new doctor. So they, they take a whole like history, right? And they're like, you know, do you drink? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, how many drinks do you have a week? And I said, a week? Like I said, I was like, I don't know, like 12 to 14. Like I drink maybe two drinks a night, you know, on average, some none, some two. So, you know, and then that like prompted this whole battery of additional questions. So how many times have you missed work because of drinking? <laughs> and they're like asking me all these questions. And I said, I, I, I realized what was happening pretty quick. I said, wait a second. I'm not an alcoholic. I said, hey, <laughs> that's what all alcoholics I, said, I know, right? But now I'm like, Jesus. I'm like panicking, right? Like I'm, I'm not like, I don't have fucking gin blossoms. Right. So I was like, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I said, I just, I have a drink or two 
Like, often, I just have a drinking problem. I, it's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drinking solution. <laughs> Well, I was like, I, I was like, I don't have a drinking problem. Like I, I just, I like I come home from work and maybe I'll have a drink or two with like, I'll have a drink with dinner and maybe one in the evening. Uh, but I just don't want to lie to you and tell you I have four. If I have six, right? I, I'm not going to give you a fake number. It's seven fucking days in a week. The number's not three. Like yeah. that's not a thing. And then she said, she's like, I, you know, it, it, and she, she, now she's like, it prompts a, a series of questions when you answer. She's like, because we take whatever number you give us and we multiply it by three. And I was like, you do? Oh, because they think everybody you're lying. lies. Everybody see. lies. So in her mind, I told her I drink 36 drinks a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but admittedly, when we were at QED, you did that a night. So <laughs> that was a five to seven day period of drunkenness that I contend was entirely not sustainable. <laughs> but yeah, it just it cracked. I had to stop right to be like, look, yeah. I just didn't want to lie to you. Sure. You know, like. I'm not going to lie to right. my doctor, but, but everybody think, does. Yeah, but they think that everybody right. does, no matter what, because they think you're drinking 60 drinks a week. Right, <laughs> right. They're just like, oh my God. Like, like there had to be like that this moment guy's where it's like- keg stands right. every night. <laughs> okay, they just like click the button called, how is he still standing? Yeah, you know, yeah. like this man is actually flammable, yeah. like you said. <laughs> so, you know, maybe if they had been smiling with more comforting words and encouragement, I wouldn't be such a fucking raging alcoholic. <laughs> We, Lord, we just ask it to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. This story comes from a friendly atheist blog at Patheos. Brazilian soccer star. Fuck. God forgave me for torturing my girlfriend and feeding her body to dogs. Now, that's actually a pretty misleading title. So let's let's scroll down a little bit. Let me let me specifically, I want to uh, outline what happened first. So he was sentenced to 22 years in prison for his involvement in the murder of former model Elysius Mudio, I'm probably mispronouncing it, I'm sorry. Um, they were engaged in a paternity dispute. When Samudio began demanding child support payments, a group of his friends kidnapped the young woman, tortured her, and fed her dismembered body to Rottweilers. So he didn't actually, it doesn't sound like he did the killing. No. He just orchestrated the horrifying murder, torture, and eventual dog-feeding thing. Yeah. But it's good news. There's a, there's a bright side. There so is a, a bright silver side. lining. There is a bright side. Silver lining. He says, uh, what happened? <laughs> happened. I made a mistake. <laughs> a mistake. A serious one. A whoopsie. But mistakes happen in life. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. People tried to bury my dream. Well, you can't bury your girlfriend. So <laughs> might as well bury your dream. People it tried to like bury a bone my the dream. Dogs dig up. <laughs> Now she's a, she's a thin coat of fertilizer on the yard. <laughs> People tried to bury my dream because of one mistake. But I asked God for forgiveness. And God was like, I forgive anybody who feeds dogs. <laughs> I'm a dog I, lover. I love dogs. So I'm a dog guy. feed dogs, whether you feed other humans to dogs, I don't even care. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I forgive you. Dog out of eight. Way to go. But, but I, we cannot skip the last the line. The last line is, so I'm carrying on with my career, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right up, bro. Like you just you fucking tortured a woman to death yeah. and fed her to dogs. Someone else did. So under your yeah. fucking what supervision, direction, yeah, purview, well, say clearly, so. Clearly, he's involved in some way, or he wouldn't have been thrown so in jail. Twenty two years. It, it it couldn't just be that his friends did it without his knowledge, right? right? Because if that's the case, then you're not. You know, you're not you're, right. Oh yeah, you're it's not, not like they get, he didn't get a, he didn't get a knock on the door. Hey, dude. Good news. Yeah. What's up? Hey, man, remember that problem you had with your ex-girlfriend? 
yeah, it's been really, it's really tough. It's been weighing on my mind a lot. Yeah, we fed her to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it tortured the fuck out of her first. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not how that went down. Nobody does that for you. Here's how, when you do something nice for your friend that they're yeah. not expecting, yeah. it never involves torturing their girlfriend to death. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I got you this amazing gift. <laughs> Just a little, you know what? I was in the no. store and I bought you some torture. No, it's not Savardi crystal or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then for him to be like, man, I got to kick a ball around. Like, I know. <laughs> Bro, my team needs me. <laughs> I am really good at kicking a ball. So it's okay if I kill people <laughs> because sometimes you Tom, have to kick a ball really have well. Have them killed. It's very different. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You keep saying I keep <laughs> conflating the two. Oh my God. Fake news. Yik yak. Uh. <laughs> But God forgave him so he can he kick did. a ball around. He did. I'm not a bad guy, he says. Uh, that's the part that I... That's mm, not, I'm not a bad guy. I'm going to go on a limb here and say, if you have someone <laughs> feed your dead, chopped up ex-girlfriend to dogs, that kind of puts you on the bad guy right. path. I, and somebody that they have a child with, too, by the way. Oh, because yeah. there's a paternity dispute involved. <laughs> Does he get custody of the kid? <laughs> City after city, watching ordinances that say that your seven-year-old daughter, if she goes into the restroom, cannot be offended, and you can't be offended if she's greeted there by a 42-year-old man who feels more like a woman than he does a man. This is this has been a rough week. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this week is this week's been a little shaky, guys. Uh, this is from BuzzFeed. Uh, this bus is on a road trip to convince you that transgender people aren't real. Uh, okay, and so. This is just a big orange ass bus with on the side. It right. It says free speech bus. It's biology. Boys are boys and always will be. Girls are girls and always will be. You can't change sex. That's it. That's what it says on the yeah. side. It's basically just, I wonder how many bathrooms are in that bus. <laughs> it was just one bathroom that people have to share. Oh, how would that work? Huh? Everybody gets raped in the bathroom. They would have like a they would have like a a gender neutral bathroom on there. I bet, Uh, or they have to have two. Like they had maybe they had they had to have another one installed in order for them to be. They'd have gender. It's gender neutral, consistent, positive. So yeah, or they just take the bathroom out, right? Avoid the question entirely. Like it's fucking off. Those big ass fucking weird cross country buses all have pissers in them. They do. Yeah, Yeah. they always smell like a bum. They smell like a fucking hobo (laughs) in there. Because when you're driving on the road and you have to go to the bathroom and they start hitting bumps, you're fucking it's all over the place. All over the place. Women are doing handstands on the thing, (laughs) pissing on the ceiling. Ridiculous. So, but I love their plan. Their plan is basically to drive the bus to a place. Mm Park the bus and then just yammer at people. Mm-hmm. Like it's the most pointless bus possible. The, the guy who invented it was like, yeah, we just, you know, we want to spark conversation and we'll like do a meet and greet with other people that hate trans people. And like, like a, that's what he says. We're yeah. going to do a meet and greet, do a meet and greet with our yeah. supporters of our fucking bigot bus. Yeah. I, I want to read one of the, one of the translations because they had another bus in another country and the other bus says, Boys have penises. Girls have vaginas. Don't be deceived. What is it like? Fucking bum, bum, bum. David Copperfield's going to pull the cloth away and turn <laughs> fucking. Oh, my God. I got I a was, vagina. Now. I was deceived. Ah. Oh, Abercadabra. You're the opposite sex. 
I thought I was hard, but it's a vagina. Oh my god! What? <laughs> now I have another pocket. <laughs> another pocket. <laughs> There's so much roof for activities. <laughs> New place to store my keys. But uh, lose my keys. <laughs> Yeah, if you had a vagina, you would lose your keys in there for sure. The uh, the the whole concept, though, um, with these things is to go around and basically say, "Look, sex and gender are the same thing. Right? Sex and gender, biological sex and gender, are exactly the same, and we can't differentiate between these two things." And we've met people, and we've talked to people that have transitioned from their original gender to a different gender that are perfectly happy that aren't hurting anybody, yep. which is weird. Cause they call it a free speech bus. And you're like, well, aren't you like, if, if you like free speech, why don't you care about free expression of people to be whatever gender they want? Well, why do you have yeah. to like, like pigeonhole them in the gender you want them to be? And isn't that like, isn't that kind of anti-free speech? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it, I, 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 don't, I, I, it's, why do they care so much? Right. That's the thing I'm baffled by. They care so much that they are, they're fucking taking time out of their fucking day to drive around in a fucking giant orange bus with a message is just weird. And then they're just going to hope people show up and also agree with them. Like I'm also uncomfortable with this. Like, yeah. okay. No one cares that you're uncomfortable. This is not, this is not like a big problem in your life that these, that the, that the other people exist in the world that make you feel weird. Right. I, okay, so makes people it makes these guys feel weird. That's the worst anyone's ever going to do to you. Yeah, right. It's just going to be like I don't know what to do with that. Look, I've said it before. I'll I'll say it to Ari. Like I don't understand non-binary gender. It doesn't make me feel weird, but I can't fucking wrap my fucking nugget around this concept. So I'm sympathetic to the idea that some ideas around gender are difficult to understand. Sure. Right. That's why I say this. It's not a yeah. shot at Ari. Right. No. No. I, who cares that I can't? But my feeling about this is who cares that I can't understand it? Sure. I don't even care that I don't understand yeah. it. I would like to understand better, right? Like my my level of like, I don't really fucking fully understand this yeah. at all. When I think about it, it inspires me to be like, well, maybe I'd like to understand that a little better. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I don't have a bus called. I don't understand that I drive around <laughs> like the bus would be huge. It would be like, here are the things I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it would be a huge bus. It would be a huge bus with a trailer and another know, bus right? like, and then a billboard. How small can the writing be? <laughs> and then a battleship, right? <laughs> Do you know what would be great though? Is if that all these fucking stations of ignorance or whatever they're calling it. If ever, just fucking just got flooded with trans people. Yeah. If trans people just showed up and just like just came out. Hung out. Hang out and they don't do anything except yeah. for like have, the worst, like just have signs like we also feel weird. Yeah, like, or just walk up to them and just have a conversation. Yeah. Right? You want to start, you want to spark this conversation you want to spark this free speech. We'll have a conversation with a trans person. Right. Yeah. Here's your opportunity. God, it's so fucking weird that they care so much. Now, here's what I want you to understand here. He says, look, when you sacrifice a child to an idol, you are sacrificing that child to demons. That's the word that's used right here in the scripture. I looked it up in the Hebrew lexicon. You know what that word demon means? It means demon. Oh, this is I love this story so much, Cecil. So this is from, also from the Friendly Atheist blog over Patheos. Another reason that Christians are boycotting Beauty and the Beast, the beast looks like Satan. That's fair. How can you look like something that isn't real? You can't. Satan doesn't look like anything. Satan doesn't look. They're saying it looks like Baphomet, right? Right. I know they're saying it looks like Baphomet. 
But like the article or the blog or whatever this person's like is like, don't be fooled. Oh, it's, it's scarier than we think because he looks he looks like a big scary monster, man. It's a monster. It's called Beast, you stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> He says, I refuse to watch and allow my children to see whatever twisted subliminal messages Disney is trying to put Wait, in this movie. Hold on a second. You don't understand what subliminal messages are. <laughs> right? Right? Because There's you're saying it looks like it. a beast. That's not subliminal. That's overt. That's an overt message. A subliminal message would be every once in a while you see a, like a like a flash of like one frame that says like worship Satan. The right. beast is great or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's says, what a subliminal message is. People yeah. don't get that. They're right. like, oh, it's a subliminal. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's expressly the yeah. message. It's, it's, yeah. Like if if that's what your belief is here, it's like, it's in the title. Beast. Yeah. Beauty. It is a beauty and the strangely disfigured individual. Like that's not what it says. <laughs> So what it says, he says too, he's like, keep in mind, children are their main targets. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. When we take a creature and we anthropomorphize it and we, you know, try to like, he probably has like fucking backwards legs and shit. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, yeah, I like it probably that. looks yeah. like half fucking, like it looks like pan or something. Right. I imagine. Right. I don't know, but I suspect he looks a little like pan or something. So he's got like fucking backwards ass legs in the back or whatever. Yeah, it's right. like fucking, yeah, yeah. it's like goat simulator, you know? <laughs> so this guy looks like, you know, you, like you, like you said, you put goat horns on somebody sort of flatten their mouth to look like and flatten their face a little, make them look like a cat sort of, you know what I mean? Like you start giving them animalistic qualities and yeah, they look a little creepy and they look like, they look like beasts, but that's what they did with Baphomet. You yeah, know, this is all made up. That's what that's, that's exactly a, that's what the they thing. Do. It's like it doesn't look like Satan because Satan's not real. Yeah. You can't make something look like something that isn't. Yeah. Right. It isn't, guys. It isn't. <laughs> you know what you also can't do? You can't draw Allah. You can't like you can draw Muhammad. Maybe yeah. you don't know what he looks like. Maybe. But I don't know. You can't fucking draw. Oh, what's Allah look like? Well, let me get out my pen and paper. I don't need it. It turns out never saw it. Nobody has. It's not real. You can't you can't do any of these things. Nothing can look like Satan. You made it up. So, Tom, you yeah. recently got a uh, delivery of HelloFresh. Yeah, I've been doing the HelloFresh thing now for, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe like four or five weeks, give or take. Yeah. Um, I love it. And so you did it first, and you're still doing that. Still doing fresh it. Thing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of perfect because I, you know, first of all, I don't have to grocery shop, mm -hmm. which I don't want to do. Yeah. And I don't have to meal plan. But I got two kids, and I work full time. I do the show full time. Like, I don't, I just don't have time for sure, this. Like yeah. I just, I don't have time. I don't have any interest. They shows up at my door mm -hmm. in a box with everything I need yeah. all measured out. There's no waste. I open it up. I make the food. It takes about a half an hour. The kids trash the house. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, I got, a, I got two kids and a dog and it's like, yeah. it's chaos. Oh, it's yeah. just chaos. It's absolute bedlam. Yeah. If, if, if I try to make a meal that takes more than 30 minutes. Yeah. I should just burn my house yeah. down. Also, your kids are not going to appreciate a meal that takes more than 30 minutes. <laughs> no, more, than they like would, more than they would. More than they would a meal that takes 15 minutes. Right. right? And here's the thing. Like, yeah. I make these I make these meals. It's a variety of things I wasn't going to make otherwise. Like, yeah. there's no way. There's a day what I make. Like, a duca, duca, I don't know how it's pronounced. Crusted cod mm -hmm. with, like, couscous. I was never going to make that otherwise. Yeah. I was never going to make that. I made uh, shrimp and grits the other day. I love grits. Yeah. I don't make them for the kids. I made them. Finn now likes grits. That's it's awesome. like a whole thing. That's it's like awesome. a thing now for him. You know what I made the other day, which I really enjoyed was they had this, it's a almost like a huevos rancheros, but it was 
more Indian style. So okay. it used uh, it used garbanzo beans instead, and it was like a red sauce. Oh, a it was idea. outstanding, and it was just a, you drop the eggs right in there, you cook it in the oven, you cook it off. It came with flatbread. It was perfect, and it's perfectly measured out, like you said, and it delivered free to your door. So check these out. You can you can save thirty dollars right now. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com, enter the promo code COGDIS30, and save $30 off your first week of deliveries when you subscribe. This is great. This is from Right Wing Watch. Lance Wallier thinks his prayer effort is saving Trump from leaks and witchcraft. So let's hear this. You're never going to be able to save him from leaks. He has frequent urination syndrome. <laughs> Uh, for the research that I've been doing research 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 look at that Tom look at his fucking garbage thing he drew on there that's his research if you watch this video it's just like it's like he drew a house and he drew a couple of names and then he drew an arrow from one name to the other and three circles this is like this is like the non-savant version of that like quirky detective who's got like the big tack board like, like there's like dozens of strings like to make the connections except for like you're not the savant. You're not actually good at it. You're just like, oh no, I drew an arrow. Oh, you got like no other thoughts. I don't know. Keys or sunglasses. I have I had no intermediary steps. It's interesting that this is also a month that uh, because we just came out of Esther's fast, the feast of Purim. Cecil's <laughs> just shaking your head. You're just shaking your head. It's okay, dude. Look, we just got the the sign of estrogen. Now we're we all got a perm or whatever he said. And so we're all back it's to ovulating. To <laughs> it's like you're on your fucking O way or whatever. It's time to fucking get busy. <laughs> You'll do stuff. <laughs> You'll do stuff this week. This is this is <laughs> This is the party week. This is this is high five week right? right here. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll schedule my vacation time around this. <laughs> it's also the month when God is ordering matters within government and also within the political realm. Oh, other than the the government and the political realm. Both, Tom? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, I hope we're not ever redundant again. <laughs> this is a time of year when kings are actually playing a big part in the history of what goes on in Israel, as Pharaoh was playing a part in this month in the history of Israel. Is he talking about because something important happened in this month, like fucking two millennia ago? <laughs> We should care what's happening this month, and it relates to this month. Which month? If you have a 2,000-year timeline to work with, and you cut the year into 12s, which month did nothing important happen? (laughs) It's curious to me that during this period of time with Esther's fast and Purim, which was also taking place during this time period, that we have the Incidents going on now where President Trump has had his legitimacy as a president constantly questioned and harassed by the principalities and powers. I seriously don't know how you look at the news today as a Trump supporter and not say, I'd I'd like to have this investigated. As a Trump supporter, how do you watch this unfold and and think, now they're just after him? Well, that's the problem, right? Is that if you're a Trump supporter, you don't watch the same news you and I would watch. And you don't think that 
the mainstream media that you believe, first of all, you believe in the idea of a mainstream media, yeah. right? You believe that that's a, an important concept. And then you believe that mainstream media has some uh, collective and overt directionary agenda, right? And so it's it, you dismiss all that. Yeah. And then you go find the news that more closely agrees with the narrative that that you already have yeah. decided upon, yeah. Yeah. right? You're, you're a conclusions first guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? That are operating through media and what we call deep state. That are those establishment uh, elites that have been in the Washington Beltway who are, it's like one guy said last night, he said, Donald Trump is a big battleship, but he just met the ocean because the history of Washington and that large labyrinth of power. Wait, a labyrinth of power? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, just a fucking minute. I know how words word. You can't have a, how do you have a labyrinth, i.e. A, a, a maze-like structure of power? Something can be labyrinthine, but you cannot have a labyrinth of power. Oh, let's all hop into our maze of power. And you're looking at it with what's coming, the FBI suddenly coming out and saying that Donald Trump is under investigation. We all know it's it's totally fake news. No, the fact that he's under investigation is actual news. It's actual news. He is, that is a thing. He is under an yeah. investigation. The fact that you don't like something doesn't render it fake news. Even if it, if it turns out that the investigation yields a result that clears him. Yeah. No results at all or clears him. Yeah. We are not in a fake news situation. Fake news would be that something was made up. Yeah. The fact of an investigation is a thing that is occurring. The investigation would be the thing that would find out whether or not it was fake. Right. Right. But it wouldn't be fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Like the allegation would be false. Yeah. But the news around the investigation would not be fake news. It would only be fake news if there, in fact, wasn't an investigation. Sure. They were lying about an investigation. Right. What? Well, we can't even get this. This is real easy shit. It's just it's real easy <laughs> yeah, shit. Man. But it doesn't matter. That's the power of politics, pulling on the agencies to get people to say stuff in order to create a narrative that delegitimizes the president. And then today, and interesting, today. After the fast and after we've been praying and after uh, we've been talking about Haman being uh, hung. Hey, hey, he was. (laughs) I think it's really bad for the Haman to be hung, actually. (laughs) On his own gallows. Today, news comes out that says that there was a, uh, indeed, there was a agency-wide sharing of names of individuals that never should have been revealed who were somehow caught in the net of um, surveillance that was being done and put into documents that were leaked to the press so as to uh, create the impression that uh, Trump is under investigation. No, no, fucking the director of the FBI has said we are investigating this. Like like you can't. Like he said it out loud with his mouth face. And that he's being, you know, uh, under surveillance, he's being wiretapped. So when Donald Trump goes and says what he's reading in the news, He's accused of being insane. And it's kind of, it's an interesting kind of witchcraft going on there, don't you think? I mean, it's, it's just so obvious to me. There's, no, there's no witchcraft. And also, the fucking president should not be just repeating shit that he hears on the news. The fucking president should not just be like, well, I, I, I saw this shit on the news. I Somebody heard just, something on the news. 
So it's the fucking president. He's got a responsibility to the truth that is greater than I heard this on the news. Yeah. He also has access to information that is deeper yeah. and more significant. And a normal person does right. not have. So it's not, you can't just be like, well, I fucking heard a story. I threw it to the guy, told me he read it at a water cooler. I don't know. That's not good enough. Yeah. You're the fucking president. You have a responsibility to the truth. Uh, the, the thing though is, I think that he doesn't feel like he does. And I think a lot of people on the other side don't feel like he does. There's a lot of people who recognize that he is lying and that they know he lies. And they're asking that, do you think the president said falsehoods? Do you think he's saying? Yeah. And they say, yes. Does it bother you? No, it doesn't bother them. And the reason what? why it doesn't bother them is they think that he's upturning the apple cart of politics in the United States. So they're happy to see these people like just scrambling because they are not used to having things pulled out from underneath them. So when he lies, there's a segment of the population that is giddy with excitement that he's tweaking people. I, I, I'm, I, I hear what you're saying, man. I do. But this is one of those moments where you say something and I'm genuinely like, I think you're right. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't know how to make a funny joke about yeah, no, it. No, that's not funny. I don't think it's, it's not funny. funny. It's not funny. I don't think it's funny. It's scary because he's a very powerful person. He was very powerful before. He had a big presence. <clears throat> he has a huge media presence. Social media is huge for him. So he has a huge presence before. Even if he wasn't president, he right. had, he's a very powerful person. With him being the president as well, he's a he's an ultra powerful person. And his uh, the way he conducts himself is a reflection of how this nation is conducting itself. You know, him handing fucking Angela Merkel a fucking bill. That he denies. That, is, that he denies. He denies he did it. But everybody at the, the all the German papers are saying, yeah, he did. That's what he did. Yeah. Here's the thing that that you that I, I'm speculating and I don't care. If all the papers reported it in a positive way, he would take credit for it. Yeah. You know this is true. Yep. But because the press about this fucking incredibly stupid goddamn gaffe yeah. of handing fucking Angela Merkel a fucking invoice for her fucking NATO responsibilities. The fucking unbelievable hubris of yeah. that. That was pointed out and the press was incredibly negative around that. All of a sudden he'll just decide it didn't happen. That's astonishing. That's astonishing to just rewrite history in the moment. Yeah, and that's that's I've the never truth. seen this happen. And that's the truth. What he's saying is he will he will go out on a limb say something crazy and then admit he, and then just say he never said it. Like even after, even after they, he said he was going to repeal and replace Obamacare. One of the things he said afterwards was like, I never said I was going to repeal and replace Obamacare. Well, like he, they could play clips of him saying a thing yeah. and then play a clip. And he's like, I never of him said saying it. I, I did never, never say that. Yeah. I never said it. This is, I mean, like that's go to YouTube. You can find dozens of that's these things. President. How are Trump supporters? Okay. Like I, like I know that we have some Trump supporters. How are you okay with that part? Yeah. And, and don't tell me it doesn't happen. You can go, we can find yeah. that shit right now. And there's two answers I won't take. One that it doesn't happen because that's, uh, I can show you a million. Th and the second one is Hillary would be worse. I don't want to hear I that. I don't want to hear that either. I don't hear. She's not the president. Right. So don't tell me that, you know, what, whether or not she would be worse. What I want to know is how you're okay with Trump doing this now. Right. Don't talk about Hillary in this. Talk about how you're okay with Trump doing it. You know, Obamacare is... Really, I think the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. This is Right Wing Watch. Wayne Allen Root. Trump should ignore those who will lose health care under his plan because none of them are voting for Trump anyway. 
Oh, well, hey, this guy's a fucking straight shooter. At least here we go. God. Don't worry about the 24 million that might lose their coverage. By the way, CBO, CBO's congressional budget office didn't say they're going to lose their coverage. They said they may choose to get off it out of their own free will. So reason. it was a completely uh, misjudged headline, you know, completely yes. miscommunicated, misjudged or purposely done that way. But they didn't say they're all losing it. Some of them will lose it. Some will choose to leave it because they have better choices under Trump care than they did under Obamacare. That's the biggest news that no one, you know, everyone ignored or no one ever heard. So just ignore that and worry about the entire silent majority middle class that's losing their lives because of Obamacare. The 24 million that are on it. Guess what? None of them are voting for Trump anyway why right. would you care they're not voting for you you're never going to get their vote <laughs> just let them die why would you care about 24 million people losing their health care? I care about everyone that loses their health care coverage. I, didn't he just say like it wasn't 24 million? Yeah, but even if it's 10 million. Yeah. Like let's let's take his let's take his premise for for face value even though I don't believe he's right. And I and I think he's ignoring the factors behind it. But let's say it was 10 let's say 10 million. Let's see 2 million people are just losing their health care. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? I care about that. You know why? Because I fucking care about people. Yeah. Because I'm people. I just want to make sure that those people aren't going to, you know, go through a, a shitty time in life. I mean, medical billing, getting fucking sick or injured and having to pay the exorbitant amount of money that we have to pay in this country for medical care. It's so crushing to some people. People don't understand how crushing that can be because, you know, a lot of people that listen probably have like a, a job with insurance and they're just like, right. oh, okay, whatever. But like, even with insurance, sometimes you can pay an absorbent amount of, fu of yeah. funds just for, you know, what could be normal life situations, right. births, you know, those sorts of things. It's a lot of money that has to go out to that stuff. Yes. I I mean, I, I, mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like I've spent tens of thousands of dollars and I've always been insured. Yeah. I've always been insured. Um, on, on medical care. And I've been, thank, thankfully I've been able to find ways to make those bills work, but yeah, I understand. I guess I guess the thing that makes me crazy is like I understand that something that something totally conceivable. I could sit down and write a story that starts with I woke up tomorrow and and then when I write that story, it's two pages long and I could write a story called fuck, I'm out of a job, I need health insurance and I'm sick. Right? That is not a story I don't know how to write. I know how to get from here to there. The fact that I happen to be in a good situation today doesn't mean that I'll be in a good situation yeah, tomorrow. People don't understand that. Right? Yeah. I, I, the the, the immediacy of your own life. Right. Right. Yeah. I understand that like, you know, there is a lot of, there are a lot of factors and there's a lot of good fucking luck that I rely on every Absolutely. day to maintain Absolutely. my position yeah. in the, in the middle class. Yeah. So I, and, and my health and all, I understand all of that. I could, even if I didn't care about other people, even if I was just the most selfish motherfucker on the planet, I still care about other, like, I still care about me. Yeah. Because I could be fucking displaced tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know? You could be out of a job. I could be no out of a job. My, you know, I in the same week, my, you know, I could, I, my fucking home could burn down. Yeah. It happens to people, right? Yeah. Like, I could lose all car my belongings. Accident. I could yeah. get in a car accident on my way home from the fucking studio right now. Yeah. It's like, these things happen to people. They could happen to me. Yeah. I don't understand why we think like, because I don't need it today. I'll always be the one who doesn't need it. But I think that that's, that was the a lot, but that, that had a lot to do with just that plan in general. There's a lot of people that were saying that they didn't want health insurance. They were young. They didn't need health insurance. They didn't want to pay for health, health insurance. And while I understand that, that mindset, I get it. 
And I think the problem is, is that we've commodified our own health in this country. So we've said our health is a commodity that I'm willing to insure instead of saying everybody deserves this basic right, which is they should be able to be healthy. And there's a difference in the way we treat it than every, almost every other civilized place in the world. Every other civilized place in the world is like, look, this is a human right to have health is a human right. When you're sick, you go to the doctor. When you're injured, you go to the emergency room. You don't pay those costs. Those fees never roll down to you. You pay for it. Everybody pays for it, but it comes out of your taxes. Everybody pays for it. It's like the roads. Yeah. It's crazy that we even commodify our health at all. Yeah. Just not even just our health care. The idea that I could put a dollar value to my health is asinine. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I would pay for whatever. It doesn't matter. That's the thing, right? Like, if your if your life was on the line, you'd be like, "No, I'll save uh, the money." Yeah, of course you. There's would. a difference between you and your dog, right? right. Your dog's like, "Yeah, it's going to be a forty thousand dollar operation." Be like, "So long, mittens." Yeah, but it's, know, like, right? it's like you know, it's going to be a forty thousand dollar operation, and they're like, "Sarah's going to die." I'd be like, "So long, so no." I'd be like, <laughs> "I'd be like, no, of course not." You'd be like, forty thousand shop around ten thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar, million dollar operation." It's like whatever. I'll nothing. just I'll sell literally everything I have. Right. I'll do whatever I can to make sure that that this happens, and. And we we put a dollar value on it. And it's weird. It's a weird way to look at it. And we keep on trying to revise a system where we put a dollar value on it. We're revising the wrong system. Right. We need to go to a different system, which is there's no dollar value on health. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is uh, from Right Wing Watch. Rick Wiles. Guys, no shit. The government is going to send a robot to your house to eat you for lunch. I want to play this. This is absolutely amazing. Rick Wiles <laughs> is in rare form here. But this was uh, 2009. Wired Magazine said uh, the U.S. Defense Department is funding research into battlefield robots that power themselves by eating human corpses. Not what? actually true. It was 2009? Yeah. Have they been in development for this many years? What, you can't find dead bodies to feed them? <laughs> Chicago. Jesus Christ. He's got plenty of dead bodies. I thought perpetual motion machines weren't real. <laughs> That's where all those people are dying in Chicago. We have killer robots that are eating their corpses. Beep, bop, boop. I'm going to eat you. Danger, danger. Really? Really? Also, if the military is making it and it eats corpses, I'm down with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what were we going to do with them? Like, they're corpses. <laughs> Like it's a battlefield and we're fighting with robots. It's the future. Yeah. I make video calls now, <laughs> you know, like I expect at some point I expect robots to fight and eat the corpses. What, it's interesting. I'm going to be disappointed yeah. if they don't. It's actually. interesting that they, that they, that he focuses on this throughout the whole piece. It's like what you should be focusing on is that they're killer robots, <laughs> not what they do with the body. Afterwards. <laughs> like the killer part is the important part. What they do with the body afterwards. If they hollowed you out and turned you into a bird feeder, who gives a shit? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, fucking who cares? <laughs> but also, I do want to point out that it's inaccurate because I think the article no, says- No, it's biomass. It's biomass. biomass. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, but they ask in the article, they're like, could they eat humans? Like, yeah, I guess. But are they, they normally- no, Yeah. But we're just not going to make we're them do that. Like, <laughs> like, we're just- like, like you think the designer would be like, "There's, we, why? Yeah, what? but we're not going to do that. There's what? plenty of biomass around. They but don't. we could, right? Yeah. We could make. Could them they eat just people. like eat a foot? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how far they want to go. It's like, like how many feet per yeah. mile <laughs> they get to Thomas's corpse and it just falls over. He's got nothing to eat. 
<laughs> Damn, I am out of energons. <laughs> I listened to what the Pentagon is calling them. Energetically autonomous tactical robots. The acronym is ETER. E-A-T-R. <laughs> This is, is fucking just, amazing. I bet you they don't even have these. They're just trolling Rick Wiles. They're That's like, it. yeah, like Wire just is like, yeah, I'm going to make something up. This yeah. is fake news. <laughs> Our military, Steve, is developing an army of human flesh eating robots. <laughs> okay. Our military routinely develops weapons that are so horrific. Yeah, that are way worse. That the idea that you've way got worse. a robot yeah. that shoots and eats you. Yeah. It, like, we have fucking, like, like, like white phosphorus bombs. Yeah. Like, right? Nuclear like, weapons. Like, to melt the flesh off of shit. The fucking like, cruise missiles. Right. And fucking nukes on. We've got, we've got shit that, like, destroys not just you, but the environment yeah. that you, that all human habitation fucking might have lived fucking, in. Knock the fucking earth off its axis right. with the amount of bombs we, are, we have. We are routinely developing, like, more and more and more unbelievably awful shit. We have weaponized smallpox, yeah. guys. And we're just like, well, but I'm upset that a robot might eat my baby or whatever. Like, what? Yeah, this is like a one-on-one -on -one fighting thing that yeah. you're worried about. Right, like, this the is mechs like the, are fighting. This is like I'm going to eat popcorn and watch the Civil War style. It's like the least lethal thing they've developed <laughs> in the last 10 years. We're racing into a in-time beast system and if, if you turn on christian television and, and and christian radio or you go to your typical church they're living in another century yeah because they're amish what does that, that make what sense does that mean? No, like that if i sense. turn on they have the, they don't have mustaches they have big beards they have the, yeah buggy whips so wait in full dresses <laughs> hairy vaginas <laughs> totally different century <sighs> Fucking trim that shit. It's fucking 2017. It's fucking rude at some point. At some point, look, it's just if, not if polite. My, if my body meant to not have hair someplace, it would have not had hair someplace. <laughs> you are clearly not in the dating scene, my friend. I just go with the 70s. Like, <laughs> when I wear like a when I wear like a banana warmer, like the pubes pour out the side of it. Looks good on me. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like everybody deserves a clean work surface. Yeah. <laughs> There's no awareness that any of the stuff is presently under construction. And so all these things that we're talking about, I, you know, it, it, it may sound overwhelming to people, but we, our own military is building an army of human flesh eating robots, which will be connected to a global brain. <laughs> This guy thinks Skynet's real. I know, right? <laughs> if you do not conform to the requirements of this new society. What new society? Which the one? one? That, the one that Trump's running? The Trump society. Is that the one we're talking That's about? It. Yep. The one where, where the happening. Russians are running everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to send a robot to your house to eat you for lunch. That is definitely not going to happen. <laughs> It just seems like it seems like such a lot of work. It's just like crazy. It's like, you know what we could do? We could kill an entire city with like a small nuke. Ah, just send robots door to door. Door to door robots. <laughs> Knock. Yeah, who's there? Pizza, seat, pot, boots, 
Yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. Now, that may sound extremely radical, but that's where they're taking it. They will reduce the human population. You will conform. What concentrated effort to reduce the human population involves spending an incredible amount of time and energy and resources to build robots to eat people. <laughs> like, it why, just seems why like would you so give out birth work. control? God, it seems like so much work. Like, why just a mandatory abortion? Condoms. Yeah. Can't we just give away free condoms? Nobody gets fucking herpes. What about every third person gets shot? I, but even still, like, just let us fuck each other without creating more people. <laughs> Just let us do that. The South, just give the South one condom. They can all share it at this point. They can all just share. I am not using it after Bubba. There's no way. I don't know where he been. Fucking rinse it out. So we want to thank all of our patrons. We want to thank specifically our newest patrons, Michael. I don't know this person. Now this makes me believe in ghosts. Eli Bosnick's driving instructor. Oh, that's, that, yeah. I think that is a, that's one of those like the 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 phone call was from the grave right. sort of thing. To quote our current president, "You're fired." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn, Robbie, Instagram at Beers Snack Almanac, Graham, Dan O G, Mary, Ovind, Johan, Hamster Toy Box, Thomas. And Reichbart, thank you so much for your generous thank donations. You. We really do appreciate it. You're the reason Glory Hole Studios continues to exist, and we could not do it without your support. Thank you so much. Got a message uh, here from Teresa, and Teresa says uh, that uh, Philly looks like they lost the best cheesesteak competition to Pittsburgh. That was a disgusting-looking sandwich. Oh, my God. It just looks like somebody poured Velveeta over the thing. That's what they use. Oh, it's disgusting. <clears throat> they use Cheese Whiz. I haven't been to Philly. I've been to Pittsburgh once. It's a nice little town. Yeah. I drove through. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, the, the, I've only, I was only there for like fucking four hours. So I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know anything about it, but um, the areas that I visited were really nice. I actually like that city. I would go, I would visit Pittsburgh again. I've never been to Philly. Philly is a garbage city. You said, Oh, it's just fucking horrible. Is it? Yeah. I, the parts we were in, we could not wait to get out of all <laughs> the parts that we were in. Every part of Philadelphia that Isn't we own. like the fucking birthplace of the nation or something? Don't they have a Liberty Bell there or something? Yeah, I mean, it fucking stinks like an old vagina. It's fucking <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> we got an image of the Red Hulk that uh, Amrit sent in, and this is awesome. It looks great. So we're going to post a picture of the Red Hulk, <laughs> and it's Alex <laughs> Jones, and it fucking looks amazing. A uh, bunch of people sent in a message to us about Alex Jones and his Pizzagate apology. He recently came a back. strong word. He pulled back all those all that stuff that he said, though. I mean, he really did. Yeah, he, he fucking he reads a statement that is the hedgiest statement. Like yeah. it's the most like lots of other people did it too. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't at fault. I was he, just commenting. Yeah, but he clearly it has pulled all that shit off his website. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's he's pulled back on the Pizzagate thing in a, in a huge way. And I think a lot of people are because I think that guy's going to be suing people for libel. Oh, if I was that guy, I'd be fucking destroying yeah, everybody. Absolutely. We got a, a, a oh. video. I, I'm not going to play the, the music for you, but this video so is so funny. funny. This is somebody made a remix of Alex Jones saying something about being in bed with a goblin. Um, this is from Emmeline and it, it's hilarious. So, uh, so take a look at it. It's on this week's show notes, 351. It's Alex Jones I think it's called In Bed with a Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> 
A bunch of people sent us this message about uh, GOP and D&D. This is one of those things that, that D&D people would love. And I just want to read one of these. This is a Twitter hashtag. DM, the dragon rests on a hoard of gold. GOP, we gather the town's wealth and add it, add it in. The dragon will surely create jobs now. <laughs> it's all great stuff. If you're a gaming nerd, you're going to love this stuff. It's it's all really funny. So check it out. I'll put an, I'll put a link on this week's show notes to the Distractify article uh, that we got. But the DO, the D, the GOP and D&D hashtag that's been going on Twitter has been absolutely hilarious. We got an image from Arona. <laughs> it's the world's worst glory hole. Check it out on this week's show notes. That it's is very funny. That is the world's oh. worst glory hole. We got another image. This one's from uh, Lasse. I don't know, man. Lass. Lassie. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Your last name has an O with a fucking slash through it. So <laughs> Null set. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but uh, they sent in a message with uh, an image of Trump <laughs> in the Dr. Strangelove poster. It's really great. So check it out. This week's show notes, 351. Tom, uh, Sharon uh, sent in mess- a message about uh, raising kids around religious relatives. Yeah, it's a longer message. I can't read the whole thing, but uh, you know, her point, I think, is you know, you don't need to isolate kids from nutty ideas or their nutty relatives. Um, you can go to Catholic Mass with their uh, loving but nutty grandparents. Let them go. Just ask them about it afterwards and make it clear that you don't believe the way that they do and explain why in ways that they can understand um, you know, she goes on, she makes some excellent points. I think, you know, there is an, there is a, um, I think mistaken idea that we have to shield our kids from bad ideas or they will just somehow become susceptible to them. Right. Let's be real. Right. The world's full of bad ideas. Absolutely. They're going to arrive at these at some point. Yeah. I do think that there's a certain age where children are more susceptible to bad ideas and an age where you can have real conversations um, and, and I think that once you get to the age with your kids where you can start to have real conversations about how we know whether things are true, you know, the differences between real and imaginary things, once your kids reach that age, I think letting them, you know, go to church, or like exposing those ideas and then having conversations after, I think all of that makes a lot of sense. I do think that when kids are young and the difference between fact and fiction is more nebulous for them, I think, you know, reducing their uh, intake of garbage is probably a good idea. Kevin sent in a message about uh, flat earthers having a conference. And one of the things that he observed is that the flat earthers are probably going to use GPS to get there. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great email. Thanks, Kevin. I didn't realize they had conferences. It's crazy, isn't it? what, what they all he just, said he wanted to go, but he was he was worried. He was like, I don't want to give him money. And I, I don't blame him. I, I you know, I, either, I but, struggle with the same yeah. thing. Sometimes I want to go to these fucking nut hut places. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to support you. You know, if I went, I would want to wear a, I would want to wear a hat that looks like a flat earth. Oh, that like is partially like a circle. And then like, yeah, and have like, uh, it have like the ring of Antarctica ooh, around amazing. it or whatever. I would, I would wear that everywhere. Got fucking Shackleton in there. <laughs> we got another message. I'm going to play this. I'm not going to play this song. You can go check it out. Um, this is on YouTube. We're going to embed the video. I think if we can, if not, we're just going to link to the article. This is my favorite Trump. We laughed until we cried. It is so funny. I, you have, uh, look, if you, if you're a person who never listen to me right now, if you never go to our show notes, please go to the show notes and listen to this song. Yeah. I fucking guffawed through it. It's, it's called emo Trump. And it's basically, uh, somebody who's singing an emo song. I loved it. And Trump's just, it's just using Trump's lyrics too, like lyrics that he's said, things that he said as lyrics. It's very funny. It's so perfect. Check it out. Got a message from Lisa and Lisa says, my son's (laughs) gay and I've been feeding him my famous lumberjack cake for years. 
<laughs> but he only seems to be getting gayer. gayer. Can you maybe suggest a different kind of cake? Yeah, a pussy cake. Give him a, <laughs> give him a pussy cake. Let him and and you got to actually tie his hands behind his back, so he, he so he has to so he dive has in. To dive in. Yeah. yeah, I hear that. Uh, it's he's like a, a pie lumber. eating contest. <laughs> Sex and pie always go yeah. hand well, in hand. It's, it's not a it's, face a, and, it's not a hair pie in 2017. <laughs> I guess it's a hairless pie. <laughs> it's at very least a trimmed hair pie. <laughs> it's fucking polite. I'm just saying that he's a lumberjack and he's okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to play. Uh, we got a message from uh, Adam. He sent in uh, this week's reading. We're going to read a Ray Comfort next week. So be tuned. Stay tuned for that next week. Uh, we didn't get to Ray Comfort this week, but uh, in Dianetics, but we will next week. This is also great. This is another video that someone sent in about Trump. And it's someone just basically redubbing his speeches with his actual words. And it's so funny. <laughs> make him sassy. Make him so sassy. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Vin sent this in. Thanks, Vin. We're going to post it on this week's show notes. This is episode 351. This is great. <laughs> this, this limericks. Evidently, there's a Twitter for, lim, uh, for limericks. And uh, this one just came out. Tom, if you want to read it. Mike Pence, an adult who has grown, cannot sit with women alone. However, he can stand by an old man whose fondness for groping is known. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's fucking great. That is so That's good. So funny. That Thanks, so Christian. Good. Thank you. So uh, this upcoming weekend, Tom and I are recording a patron-only show. We're going to try to record a Rick Weil show, um, which should be fun. What if he doesn't do or say anything crazy? That we, we might have find. to go into the past, as in last week. <laughs> uh, so that should be fun. We're going to record that this week. So patrons should expect another show coming out this week uh, for them, uh, exclusive to patrons. We are also. At this point, planning an Easter stream. We are. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a little. Oh, we're going to have a do. We're, like there's a, a doing to transpire. Like a little hanging out. So if you're at your relatives and just having the awful time remembering that Jesus died for your sins. Eating you some fucking overcooked, yeah. dried up oh. ham. Oh. And a fucking shitty lamb cake. Oh, it's the worst. Fucking. It's the worst. Easter dinner. Let's let's bitch about oh, Easter, Easter dinner, dinner for a minute. Worst. It is. Can I just bitch about fucking Easter dinner? Because I fucking love a feast, right? Yeah. First of all, every time I eat, it's a feast. Yeah. But fucking Easter is the fucking most disappointing feast day of all feast days. I've never had an Easter dinner where I've walked away. Thanksgiving, rock solid. Yeah. Christmas dinner, fucking give me eighths. Easter dinner, I'm going to go home. I fucking, I used to eat on the way to dinner. My mother-in-law made us such a shit fucking Easter dinner. I'd stop at McDonald's She's and get so, food. She was such a bad cook. She though. was the worst cook She's in the entire country. Like she the is, entire country. She's the exact <laughs> thing that they make fun of in all of those all of those fucking like tropes about mother-in-laws. Like she has every trope Ev of every everyone. mother every negative mother-in-law trope everyone. your ex-mother-in-law has. Everyone. And she was the worst cook. It it was the a, worst. It was cook. almost impossibly bad. Yeah, there were there were foods that she would buy from a store, and then she would fuck with them until yeah. they became inedible. It was an astonishing. She would like reheat something in a way that was like, okay, you just you've now you've now taken all the protein is in that <laughs> and turned it into a liquid. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. Now it's a shake. I, yeah. I, it's, just, it's the worst. Just the worst. I, I think that, uh, that one of the problems is, is that people know how to cook 
turkeys better than they know how to cook hams. I think that might be one of the major problems. Which is that, amazing because most people just buy a pre-cooked ham just to warm it up. I, have to warm, I know. Just warm but people it up. think you don't, people think you have to cook it for hours they, and hours and hours. But it's already I know, cooked. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And the other thing too is like, like I think, I think Americans don't do sides well with ham. I think the sides for turkey are sort of well-established and they're, that's they're, true. Yeah. But I think the sides for ham, everybody's like, well, what do you do with the ham? Make a bad potato salad. Here's a gallon of mayonnaise. And then uh, they just buy like store-bought mayonnaise and they gloop it out. Large and then they throw their like fucking... four potatoes in it and a strip of bacon. And I think they like, the wrong potato. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah. hey, I, I overcooked some fucking yellow potatoes. So yeah. they're fucking floury and they fall apart. Yeah. And they're, just... they're so mealy and gross. Uh, and you turn it into a gel. You're just why like, are they so Here's angry? my potato gel that you can eat. <laughs> no, but seriously, like every... Uh, and then like... And just like all the different foods that I think that people associate with ham are not as, they're just, I mean, they're just not. It's all disappointment. It's all disappointment food. It's like you walk, it's like a buffet of despair. So while you're despairing at your in-laws and not doing anything, you can always click on our live stream and hang out with us. We'll be going live 3 p.m. on Sunday, the 16th. You check us out. Come hang out, chat with us. We're going to be live. We'll probably be live for about an hour and a half. I don't know what we're doing yet. Uh, but we're going to have a fun time with it. So check us out on the live stream on the 16th at 3 p.m. Central Time. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.